Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. Welcome to the Long Came a Writer Show. I'm your host, Linda Kozar. And today, I'm welcoming guest Shelley Shepard Gray. Uh, she is the two-time Holt Medallion Award-winning New York Times and USA Today best-selling author of over 100 novels. Her novels have been translated into multiple languages and highlighted in the Philadelphia Enquirer, the Washington Post, Time Magazine, NPR, and USA Today, among others. An active member at her church and the mother of two young adults, Shelley lives with her husband in Ohio and writes full-time. Please visit her online at ShellyShepardGray.com. Welcome to the show, Shelley. Oh, thank you so much, Linda. I've been looking forward to visiting with you. This, this is a real <laughs> treat for me. Yeah, this is our uh, the second time, I think, um, you've been on the show. Yes, or, yes yeah. ma'am. And yes. we had fun last time, too. We had fun just talking. Um, but today we're going to talk about your uh, your latest book, which is Christmas at the Amish Market. And yes, I love it the just cover. came out. Yeah, I oh, do yeah. And too. I do it's too. It's great. It's great, and it's a it's a Hallmark book, which I mean, I love seeing that that seal on the cover, like Hallmark, because you know it's going to be good. <laughs> oh, I know. You know, it was it was such a thrill when they they showed me um, the final cover and. I have to admit, I did the same thing as, as like everyone does it when they're at the Hallmark store. I'm like looking for the gold seal, and I kind of, I'm, I might or might not have given a little squeal. I mean, it was it's just really <laughs> neat to see it, and yeah. and um, you know, the, it, in all its beauty, and it, it looks so different than a lot of um, common Amish covers you see. And I, yeah. I I appreciated that too. I thought it looked super Christmassy and very Hallmark. Yeah. Yes, I, I love the Christmassy look of it. It just, you know, you see it in the store and you're like, mm, that's Christmas. It says Christmas on the cover, but it doesn't have to, you know, if, right. even without the title, you'd know. <laughs> and then I, uh, another thing, I noticed that you have a recipe for Cincinnati style chili in it, which was for me, it was like, well, that's a cincher right there. <laughs> and I looked at the <laughs> recipe. Have you, <laughs> have you made it? Have you made that chili? Cause I have not, like... and and you know, and here's the secret between you and me. I didn't realize they were going to do that. I mean, <laughs> they, uh, you know, it's 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 it was so much fun writing a book for them because they just they put me all into their Hallmark world, and they next oh. thing I know, they're like, Shelly, we're we're you you highlighted the Cincinnati chili, and so we have a recipe, and I'm like, okay, and. <laughs> But um, I've, I've definitely eaten it a lot, and uh, 
And, you oh, know, yeah. um, I'm a fan of it, but I, I have not made it. Um, well, it's so I, I much was, easier now just to get, get, grab it and go. <laughs> well, I know I was looking at some of the ingredients and I got to try this because, you know, it has um, cinnamon and cardamom and cocoa and allspice in it. So I'm thinking I got to try that one. You know, right. maybe it's well, anytime you twist. serve, you know, anytime um, you serve chili over spaghetti with a, with it that's flavored with cinnamon and then you put a bunch of cheese on top. It's just a real different combination. Um, But when we, when we lived in Cincinnati um, for almost 20 years and, you know, this Texas girl, I have to admit, I, I was very suspicious about this Cincinnati chili. I, I just was not a huge (laughs) fan. I was the last in the family to um, accept it as true chili, but, um, we we sure had a lot of fun time um, going to the chili parlors, the chili parlors all around Cincinnati. And when I was working on this book, and I wanted to have one of the grandfathers just just kind of have a fondness for something that everyone always had to put up with. And um, I that that I, the Cincinnati chili kind of seemed like a, a familiar thing for for our family. People either really liked it or they were really like you're here serving it again, huh? So I, I thought it might be fun <laughs> to highlight that in, in this book. Well, my husband is from Ohio, just outside of Cleveland, but in the lake area. And um, when we first got married and I made chili, he said, oh, are you making uh, some spaghetti with that, you know, so I can put my chili over it? And I said, what? Right. (laughs) And so I did it. And then I tasted it. And I, of course, he added, you know, cheddar cheese on top. And I I thought, oh, this is just going to be awful. And I tasted it. And okay, I was hooked. You know, it's it's right. just the best. It, it is. It's 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 super fun, and um, you know, it, it's just one of those things where I had no idea it existed until until we we my husband was found out he had gotten transferred to Cincinnati, and all these people came out of the woodwork. Oh, Cincinnati <laughs> chili, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Oh, you'll see," and. Um, yeah, but it, it, I was delighted to, to um, include it in the book, and I was I was even more thrilled to see to see the recipe. And it's been fun. I've heard from quite a few people. Chili, we like the book, but how fun about that chili? So I know um, it's it, it just turned, Yeah, yeah it's it is. Of, it absolutely you know, is. I suggest people read the book and have chili while they're reading it. <laughs> Over a bowl I of think chili. that people is a grand say, idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people say, have a cup of tea and a cookie or have a coffee. How about having a bowl of chili, of Cincinnati-style chili over pasta with cheddar cheese right. while you're reading? Right. <laughs> right. They'll, they'll feel like they, they belong at the dinner at the, for sure. That's right. They'll, 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 it'll be part, they'll be part of the party. Um, okay. So I'm, I want to talk a little bit about about this book, but also like um, you've written Amish, um, you're writing Amish books. How difficult was it the first time you wrote an Amish book? Because it seems like you have to um, kind of learn about, you know, how to, you know, the, the expressions, the words, you know, and it's, it's, it just would seem challenging to a lot of writers. So how did you Um, prepare? Well, the, the first one I wrote, I, um, I have to admit, I I wrote it on proposal. 
um, an editor had had asked me to give it a try. Um, this was, uh, boy, I probably back in 2004 maybe. There, there just really weren't a lot of Amish authors around. And I was scared to death, to be real honest. And it wasn't because I was afraid of the story as a, I was afraid of the details. And, um, you know, any author who, who you know, is, is used to working with their readers, and, and I just so appreciate reader feedback. I, I was afraid of getting a lot of, of grumpy notes from readers saying, you got this wrong. And I would have to be like, I'm sorry, I'm doing the best I can. And so um, I was a little bit afraid. And that's one of the reasons why the first Amish book I wrote, um, it was called Hidden, and the heroine is not Amish. And uh, she actually goes into hiding in, a, in an Amish home. And the reason I did that, I did it intentionally because I thought, well, the heroine's point of view is going to be English and she's going to be learning about the Amish. And I thought I could do that with her. So any mistake I make, I can just kind of carefully, craftily um, blame on my heroine and her ignorance (laughs) instead of (laughs) Shelly's ignorance. And, um, but I have to tell you, you know, it, it all just worked out. I, I, I just really feel like um, I, I was meant to be going on this path because right as I was finishing up Hidden and getting ready to start on the second book, Wanted, um, a, a lady from my church uh, group, um, I, I got to visit with her and she invited me to her house and it turned out here she was in this little town in Ohio. But, um, that I lived in near Cincinnati, but but she had grown up Mennonite in a place called Sugar Creek, and her best friend is older than Amish, and, uh, and I, I eventually became very good friends with the, the this lady. Um, um, her name is Clara, who is older than Amish, and uh, she's helped me tremendously. And you know, and she's she's gotten a lot a kick out of a lot of my questions, and and she's she's. <laughs> But really, um, the most important thing I've learned from her is that I love to write books where it's just a good story and the things that happen to my characters, they they could happen to anyone. My characters just happen to be Amish. And I've, uh, I've always approached it that way, and I think it's helped because you as I, I read a lot of books um, just because I'm a, I'm a, I love to read, but I really think you have to be able to connect with the characters and that's, what's important. And then you, you create the world um, around them. So a lot of times I, I, I won't, I'll have some Amishy things, but I won't, I won't necessarily be adding all the details about bonnets and buggies and caps and, pens and their dresses and food until maybe the yeah. second draft. And, and that helps a lot because then I focus on what's really important, which is there are the characters in the plot. And then I go back that that's just my trick. It's not how every um, author um, in the Amish genre handles it, but it certainly helps. Yeah. Well, you know, it's about, it's about the story, you know, to me, it's always about the story and, and you really have to care for the characters you really do. And the setting's important, too. Some people, some writers kind of, you know, ignore the setting, but the setting's important as well. I mean, you've got to know, you've got to be there with the characters. 
Um, I agree, and and it's yeah. it's really helped me um, having friends in the Amish community. And now that I'm back in Ohio, and um, now I live in in just south of of Cleveland. I mean, I'm an hour from my Amish friend Claire's house, and I go down there all the time. And a, a good example is. Um, She's been making these pickled vegetables for years, and my I don't really care for them, but I that's the truth. But my husband loves them, and so <laughs> it, it, you know it, he, every time he's seen her, he's like Clara. One day I'm going to go canning with you so I can make this because Shelly doesn't have any interest in making this. Well, we went in September on a Saturday, and we were there for I don't know eight nine hours putting up these 32 pints of, uh, or quarts, whatever we did, of, of these vegetables. We spent a whole day in the kitchen. Her, her husband was making fun of us. I think they, everyone was honestly making fun of us. Uh, everybody had a job except me. I, my job was to chop celery. I think <laughs> everyone knew I really wasn't going to be all that helpful. But my, my point to this silly story is that because I'm, I've spent time in an Amish kitchen working with everyone, it, it's very easy. Um, it, it, it just lends itself to adding a lot of details. I, I'm not looking up something on the Internet. I've been there. And I, I think I, I, I'm very thankful that God's given me these opportunities to be so close to an Amish community where I can add these details and they feel real and not just, quickly inserted in order to make it feel like an Amish novel. Yes, definitely, you know, being, um, being there as that reality, you know, that you don't, you're not going to get it on the internet. I mean, you're not going to get it from a YouTube video or whatever. So I think that's awesome. I would love to taste those pickled vegetables too. <laughs> Cause, you cause know, they're the best. I mean, yeah, they are. I mean, they, well, a lot of people like <laughs> that way. It's all a bit spicy for me. But I have to say, I mean, we um, we took home, I think, 10 or 12 jars. And the celery in each one, it is sliced very nicely, just, just to let you know. My, my That's small your hallmark. contribution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're known for your celery. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, after this book, you have a, another book on the horizon, too, um, which, can I say the title of it? It's at the oh, back absolutely. of your book. Absolutely. Uh, it's um, an Amish flower farm, which, uh, is that coming out in the spring? Um, that is actually not my book. So, oh, no. um I think it's. I'm sorry. I, I think it's. No, gosh, that's okay. No, I have a. Uh, my my next Amish title after Christmas at the Amish Market is is called Her Heart's Desire, and it's getting published oh. in January from from Ravel, and it all oh, is set in Pinecraft, which is an Amish snowbird community. So yes. I am I am thrilled about. Um, this will be my second series that I've said in Pinecraft and I am just, I'm giddy about talking about this Pinecraft and, and the series and, and everything. I just, um, I, I, I'm, I'm really anxious for, for people to, to read it and tell me what they think. I, I hope they enjoy the, the, the series and the first book, especially. Be friends with Sherry Gore too. 
since she lived I in Pine Crest. I definitely met her. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. did. She did. I guess she's up in Pennsylvania now, but um, you know, I she she wrote this cookbook, and I don't know how many copies I bought of it and gave it oh to my people gosh. as gifts. And, I think she's um, she, going back to Pinecrest. Is she? I think so. Oh well, I I am excited about that. Now in her cookbook, I mean, she has a lot of amazing recipes, but she had this cookbook that this recipe for monster cookies. And um, boy, when she when I first bought it, I want to say my one of my kids was still in high school. Anyway, I would make these monster cookies all the time, and everyone would be like, "Are you have you made them yet? <laughs> Are they in the kitchen?" I mean, they were that good, and and they uh, uh, she's she's so talented, and I've always admired her for sure. She's such um, she's a sparkle of a woman. I just love her. <laughs> she really is. That is but, a um, that's a right. That's just a beautiful way of um, describing her. I I, re, I started following yeah. her on Facebook. Gosh, so many years ago when her daughter yeah. was getting married, and she kept making all these cupcakes for the wedding. And that is what <laughs> that is what I. That's why I started following her because I, I it it was just. It was like almost a clown car of a kitchen. I mean, every time you turned around, she had made like three dozen more cupcakes. I just was in <laughs> awe. And every one of them looked per- in perfect, like out of a magazine. And I thought, boy, I need to, I need to be more like Sherry Gore. And, and, and or if I can't be like her, I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to follow her and, and see what, see what else she comes up with. It, it's, she's, she's just really something. Well, I know my cupcakes never come out perfect there. I always spill some on the sides of the little papers or, you know, one rises and one doesn't one is sunken. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but you know, I'm not, mine are never going to look like hers. (laughs) I know. And I've never mastered that, that pastry bag. Everybody's like, Oh, just get a Ziploc bag and cut off the corner. And next thing you know, they're like making like rosette. And I was just like, all I do is make a mess. I've just got icing everywhere and it's on my hands. I hate that. Um, you know, then I get on the counter. So, um, and it it gets on your shirt. (laughs) I know. And next thing you know, you're like, oh, yeah, I just happened to put too much food coloring and now I've stained the shirt. It's just, it's a thing. So. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we have that in common. Um. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, so what are some of your, um, your Christmas traditions around your house? Oh, well, you know, I think my my most favorite Christmas tradition is that I have collected these um, Snow Village houses um, for every year that we've been married. And um, so I we've been married 33 years. So I suffice to say, um, I have a lot of these houses and I put them out every year on November 1st because they take forever. And I... Uh, and so that is one of my favorite traditions is is putting out all these houses and arranging them and I have all the little accessories that go with them and it, it's always it's my fun. husband's kind of like here we go again um but that it's fun that that you know the the kids and the extended family they're like do you have the the houses out yet and Shelly and I'm like yes I do I'm ready and so that is 
that is one little tradition. Um, I guess my second favorite one is, is uh, like a lot of parents, when my kids were little, um, we, we did a tradition where an elf would, would drop off um, pajamas. And so here my kids are 30 now, and I now have two grandchildren, and I'm elf, Ernie the elf still comes and delivers um, <laughs> Christmas pajamas no matter wh- where they are, and they like that. I mean... I just think, I think it's these little silly things that when you start them, you don't even realize they're going to become a tradition. And you just th- think, at least this has happened to me, like, oh, well, that was kind of fun last year, and I have time this year, I guess I'll do it again. And next thing you know, it, it's just part of your life. And um, I just, I treasure that. I, I treasure those opportunities to to just do the same thing year after year and and get to just laugh and we always talk about i don't know the bad pajamas that that the elf brought or (laughs) or you know that the time that you know that the neighborhood kid broke something on one of the houses i mean it's just it's the things that go bad that make good memories and and we love to just laugh and 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 just think about what a history we've had doing just little fun things. I do that too with the, the PJs and I have some special boxes. Oh. I put them in on their beds so that when they, all the family comes, they can, uh, on Christmas Eve, they can wear their special PJs, their new ones. Oh. And, uh, I love it. And you've got to buy those uh, early on because they disappear from the stores, you know, haven't you? Um, yeah. And I've learned my lesson. I don't know about you, but I mean, I, there would be times where, like, I would just be like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's, like, December 11th, and you're like, oops. And I have done that before and then been on the mad scramble trying to get everybody yeah. organized. And and uh, But it is when, when you have it all yeah. and it goes well and it, and it kind of feels – and everybody's, like, sitting there in your pajamas, it, you know, I have to admit it's just a minute of going, yeah, this is a really good thing. <laughs> so, yeah, and you go, oh Yeah, I know, I know. And <laughs> but what I, I, what I really have enjoyed is, is um, my, my oldest uh, grandchild, is she's still a baby. I mean, she's only 20 months old. But I remember last year um, my daughter saying, Mom, I'm going to do this tradition and and you know, and and it just makes me happy. Like even if it's not exactly like what we did for her, for for our daughter, she she sees that the benefit of just this is our family. This is how we're going to do things. And and she just she wants to create those the special moments for for her family. And I that's awesome. I just that warms my heart. Yeah, it's just it's all what love is about, and, and Christmas really. So I'm, I'm, I love that. Well, um, this year I'm starting a new tradition that a friend of mine does with her grown kids. And um, she gets saran wrap and she starts at the center. She buys all these different things and she wraps them in the layers of saran wrap until she has a giant saran wrap ball <laughs> with things oh, inside. Oh, wow. And, and then she, they throw the dice and whoever gets um, snake eyes, um, has to try and unwrap it with oven mitts and whatever they can unwrap, they get. (laughs) 
way. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a lot of fun. Like, I need to maybe yeah. do that at Thanksgiving. That sounds really fun. I know. Doesn't that sound fun? So, um, so anyway, uh, that'll be a first year for us. But I think I'm not going to do oven mitts. I think I'm just going to do, like, um, like winter gloves or mittens. I don't know. I think it Oh, that, I can imagine. That sounds like a good idea. Well, well, now yeah. Linda, I have to talk to you soon so I can tell, I can hear how it went. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll wait till next year to do it. I'll I'll hear what I'll hear what worked and what did it. <laughs> yes. You're, well, when your next book comes out, then you can come back. <laughs> Thank you. We'll Thank you. Yeah. We, yeah. We won't even be talking about the book. I'll be like, well, okay. Now, what did you use? Did you use your yeah. gloves? And, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we got it. We'll, we'll have to talk about the important stuff, right? Oh. <laughs> so, um, so where can people find your book? You know, I mean, you're all over social media, right? I mean, are you? Um... Yes, I am. Yeah, I. You know, I am on Facebook, and I have a a private, um, like a, a Shelley Shepherd Gray book group, and it's called Shelley Shepherd Gray's Buggy Bunch. And um, I've got almost 2,000 members there, and um, I would love if, if anybody was interested in, in, like, seeing a lot of posts from me and um, and just hearing about my life and my books that, that maybe they'll consider joining. Um, I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, and um, so those are some places that, that I, you can find me online. Um, and as far as this, this Christmas book coming out, um, I believe it's at Hallmark stores. I, I know it's on, you know, any any retailer that, that normally sells Christmas novels. Um, I know uh, it is going to be um, placed at uh, a lot of Walmart. So hopefully people will look around and, and, and they will find it easily and, and give it a try. It's It, it was really delightful to write. Um, I was speaking at a library last night and um, I was I was kind of joking around because usually most of, a lot of my Amish books like some bad things kind of happen like the book I told you about my first novel um, hidden I mean he was a girl on the run running from like this stalker and uh, mm. so usually like sometimes like my Amish like really don't have like that like they've got issues they've got things going on and that's not how it is in Hallmark world I mean this one had to we had a lot of. Um, we had a lot of conflicts, but it had to be kind of happy, good things going on. So it was a, it was very um, enjoyable for me to write, and I, I just have to say, um, it, it just made me happy as a writer because I would wake up in the morning thinking, oh, it may be you know July, but I get to pretend I'm writing you know at this Amish market and in Christmas and with snow and Christmas trees and all kinds of romances going on and sipping hot chocolate. And, you know, of course mm-hmm. I had Christmas music blaring in my office. My husband would just be like, how's the Christmas book coming? Are we near the end yet? So it, um, it, it, it was very fun for me to write. It was, it was very, um, it made a lot of happy days. And the conflicts don't have to be big conflicts is the little foxes spoiled the vine, you know, it's the, the little ones that hurt you, you know, sometimes right all the little goings on and that's enough well and you're (laughs) and you're exactly right you know and 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 honestly it it was a nice reminder that everything doesn't have to be super on the edge and and exciting and um and it 
as far as people being in danger or so forth. But I, you know, I, I loved all the characters. Um, there's kind of like uh, two couples that um, are highlighted in this novel and um, they all have some, some problems they're working through, but they're all just really good people. Like I just, I really like them. And, and I, People sometimes ask me, they're like, well, how, how do you not get all these characters you, you've written mixed up? And I, I say, I, I say usually they, I, I get to know them so well, they could be my next door neighbors. And, and I get sad when I end yeah. the book because I feel like, well, they moved away. And I've got these new neighbors in and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Do I like them? I'm not sure. But, <laughs> but this crew... I really enjoyed all of them. I enjoyed just creating some characters that when I, I was hopeful when I was writing this book that when someone was reading it, they would be just like, you know what? I I feel for this person. Oh, no, wait a minute. I feel for this person too. And I want everyone just to be happy and have a great Christmas. And and uh, so I, I, I'm very anxious that, that, to hear what readers are saying, and, and, and I'm, I'm very delighted to, um, to, to get to, like, speak with you about this book and, and, and chat with people oh. about, about this novel. Well, I hope you go into a Hallmark store and have somebody take a picture of you holding your book. <laughs> I would love to see I, that. <laughs> I, would, I, I tell you what, a secret is I, I went into our neighborhood um, Hallmark store yesterday and kind of all ready to go, and they didn't have one there yet, but it's oh. kind of a small one. But um, okay. So I need to go. I, I just that might be my, my fun activity, um, you know, on next week when things kind of slow down around Thanksgiving, when I'm not busy cooking a turkey yeah. and so forth, I may be frequenting Hallmark stores and, and uh, signing copies of my book. Or well, that would be me. very, very fun. <laughs> tag me on it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. I, I would be oh. delighted to. It, it would be so fun. Well, well, I just want to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas. I'm already seeing you around the table in your little Christmas PJs. So, so thanks for being on the show today, Shelley. Oh, it's been such a pleasure, Linda. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate um, this opportunity to, to chat. Oh, thanks so much. Bye-bye now. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> 